0: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Thursday. Oh my gosh, it's just been an amazing day so far. I just, you know, woke up like an hour or two ago and I have been able to get, I did my card pull. I did my um, interpretation journaling for my card pull. Um, and I'm going to also do my shadow work and my manifestation journaling too, but I'm gonna do it after this episode because I have it i um, I have it <laughs> because I'm quite busy today. I have a lot to take care of, but I wanted to make sure I got this episode out um because tomorrow is officially leo season, and I just wanted to kind of let you guys know I've been warning you for like a few episodes now that this is the last chapter of the sex and sexuality part of this book that I read from, which is Sexology, the Astrology of Sex and the Sexes. Um, but I there's still other things that I am going to incorporate, um, most likely with, um, you know, like how I do the season kickoffs and then um, the different things. The sex part, of course, is done. But you guys, I mentioned the last episode that I found one of the sex books that I was looking for, and I also bought an erotic astrology book, so, um, I bought, like, three books for this episode, uh, with the newly manifested money that I got, um, but this one, um, the sex signs, it's, it's mainly geared toward women, obviously, and I was like, you know, I got some fellas up here, and I would, you know, like, at least it'll help you guys who, you know, like, want to know more about women and stuff like that but I also hope that the other book includes both because I love how the sexology book includes you know men and women and also you know like straight and gay relationships like I haven't been able to find another book like that at all so it's nice to kind of have like that all around for everyone you know what I mean so not just like straight couples and everything um But yeah, this is obviously the Cancer Women 2.0. I'm really excited to come with you guys for this one because I felt like, to me, this was like one of the most interesting chapters for the women, in my opinion. Um, I don't think I was able to really read all of it. Like I kind of gave like a small, um, I think like interpretation of it on the last one. So that's why I wanted to do it over. And, um, yeah, so I hope everyone is, you know, like they had a great Cancer season. The new moon is going to be here tomorrow or Saturday. So I hope you guys have been able to listen to the full moon in Aquarius episode, um, which is the last episode I recorded. Um, I also want to record, uh, like a little like manifestation quickie, like basically what I did to to be able to, um, manifest what I did and everything, like the money that I just got. And I have like little notes, like, uh, from the date that I started this, uh, manifestation to like when I gotten it and kind of like what I did and everything like basically tips. That's all it is. You know, like, I'm not like a manifestation expert, but you know, I just felt like I, if I can help you guys in any way, that would be amazing. But um, yes, yeah, so we are on the Cancer Women episode. And so um, I am going to add um, the sign and mine probably on kickoffs starting, of course, Leo season, um, the sign and mine from this book. And then on the wellness days, I'm going to do the body and soul from this uh, from this book that way you guys can have like, you know, uh, knowledge of everything, and of course this goes for the cancer women and man, um, I wonder how am I going to do that, because uh, I don't want to read it all in one, I guess, because it, it goes by each, so maybe I might have to make I'll probably have to do, like, how I do these uh, sex ones, so instead of putting it with the other ones, I will just kind of add that for, like, you know, you know Leo Man Day and Leo Woman Day, um, but let's go ahead and jump right in, um, so the Cancer Woman is known as a sign of sexual deliverance, they are also called the Pearl, <clears throat> and it says, Unplugged, Cancer Woman is the most emotive character in the Zodiac, a wellspring of raw feelings. She wears her heart on her sleeve, needing to express her emotions even when others might consider it unwise to do so. More than any other female, she is consumed by her sentiments brutally unabashed in both her affections and her aversions. She comes on strong, unhinging set rules and systems, as well as the nerves of the more reservative or regimented people in her midst. Cancer is a master at washing away outmoded restrictions, cleaning house and otherwise causing a welcome upheaval on both social and professional fronts. Freeform in her approach to life, she goes out, she goes on gut instincts, and her actions may seem uncontrolled or irrational. An eternal commu- commotion in the unfathomable ocean of her emotions, right? Might see Cancer manically swinging from proverbial party girl to sorrowful soul especially in her tender years during which she's fairly aching for love loving care in truth she often feels at sea challenged to establish firm emotional footing secure a healthy lifestyle and land the, the right kind of mate in an early relationship early relationships, she expects to be saved by men and thus risks attracting tyrannical types who take advantage of her natural urge for dependence Ultimately, she will release realize <laughs> that she that the best man for her is a stalwart type, a rock who will go with the flow of her invariably eddied existence. With other women, she tends to play mother hen, doting on her lover while dictating constant demands. She is politically and socially motivated in her sexual orientation and charged with an often cloying need for romantic dem- demonstration affectionate choking and validation so as I had brought up like the epitome of a cancer man from Vanderpump Rules <laughs> which was Jax Taylor um if you guys like I said watch this sh- watch that show Stassi is the epitome of the cancer woman and you will see like everything this thing just said it was her especially if you start from season one, and she ended up finding her rock, which ended up being a Pisces man, so go figure. (laughs) Okay, so let's jump into the sex and sexuality. Oh, first, whoops, let me do the archetype for you guys, because, you know, there's always an archetype, so it says, Cancer personifies the mother goddess, Themis, meaning waters. Saves the Greek Noah, Ducalion and his wife Pyra lifeblood from the wrathful flood waged by Zeus, and teaches them to repopulate the world. In both Themis and Pyra, we see the natural function of the female as the proliferator of life. The moon goddess Selene had a shepherd she faced she fancied put into an eternally Internally youthful sleep. You guys, I swear I know how to read. I don't know why I get so tongue-tied, but I think it's because it's just early in the morning. But it also happens later on the day, so I can't say that, but thanks for bearing, me, bearing with me. Anyways. Uh, while he snooze, she had her way. Giving birth only to daughters, rivers and springs were personified as female deities. In India, the ga- the Ganges was synonymous with the mother goddess endowed with powers of purification. So if you guys didn't understand that, which I'm sure you have, um, the story of Selene and Endymion, um, Endymion, uh, for some reason, she could only see him when she was asleep, so that's when she would pretty much fuck him. She would have sex with him while he was asleep, so it's an interesting read if you want to look up I believe it's in um, Greek mythology. I love mythology. Oh my gosh, I do. Okay, so let's jump in Sex and Sexuality. So it says... (laughs) star for male affection. Cancer really clings to the first eligible boy who takes romantic notice of her. She's the girl with a serious, steady relationship while still in high school. Still, she has her standards. In fact, she will already have edged her way into a shiny, happy social scene in which the pool of guys are rather traditionally-minded, athletic, all-American male versions of herself. Even at 16, she's already thinking marriage. To her mind, stranger things than living happily ever after with your childhood sweetheart have been known to happen in truth, However, they rarely occur for cancer. Coming off the chaos of of her upbringing mired in the mayhem, her mother created the crab is drawn to stoical meals from, from stable, if not rigid, backgrounds. She assumes that the void left by a lack of father love is best filled with the perfect stereotypical cutout of a meal. And so she often gravitates toward unemotional, insensitive, or even unattainable types Believing such qualities are linked to conventional masculinity, indeed, all the hackneyed gender images are covered. A guy must be tall, sporty, authoritative, and stoical. And if you guys don't know what stoical is, it's like someone who doesn't really show emotion, so that's kind of amazing that they want someone like that. Um, Anyway... (laughs) Thus, she is drawn to males from cultural backgrounds that emphasize male domination, if not a hint in the fatherland, Aryan. And often Aries, the Zodiac's own militant macho man, as well as Anglo and Scandinavian types, whose rearing is disciplined and passive and stiff upper-lipped. As as is often the case of the Cancerian Cinderella, she tends to come from a broken home, or from proverbial wrong side of the tracks hence this put this put upon maid seeks to social climb not necessarily to great heights but just high enough to rise above what she at least perceives as the drudgery of her solely uh, station arriving at what comfortable middle class otherwise if the cancer is born into a life of privilege she tends to dish the silver spoon in favor of a more dramatic existence the affluent Cancer Girl goes the extra mile to appear all grassrootsy, typically styling herself in hippy-dippy fashion. Like Cinderella, Cancer simply wants her due. Some human dignity is not as if she longs to be a bon bon eater, like her stepmother may have been. One imagines that Cindy would have been most kind to her servants in the castle for going any case systems already in place, becoming the proverbial people's princess, like that real-life iconic Cancerian royal who tragically fell victim to the inordinate chaos of her existence. Princess Diana's Cancerian nature was in fact all too vividly drawn in the collective conscious, her on-the-verge-of-tears expression indelibly etched in media memory. Her emotional life was arguably in conflict with the inherent stoicism of such a romantic bond as she made. Not able to fit into the stiff upper lip, idea of such an existence her feelings overflowed the ages old confines of the royal arrangements and indeed recreated the image of the mon- monarchy repairing the us and them quality as does cinderella inherit to aristocratic societies feeling like the low woman on the totem pole young cancer does a bit of pulling herself up by the bootstraps not letting her bank her background stand in the way of mixing and mingling with the beautiful courtiers in her school courtyard or coutures whatever no courtiers I believe anyways to be sure the to be sure she wants a strapping prince a scion of suburbia who literally stands head and shoulders above the rest but that she's not like the self-assured taurus who is blissfully unself conscious of her own desires simply attracting attention with her self-obsessed feminine wiles no Cancer is a floodgate of churning yearning. She is utterly needful of expressing her loving emotion to a man. She doesn't simply aim to please like the bull. She is desperate to do so, pulling out all stops to shower affection on the male, who gut-wrenchingly inspires her love. Cancer doesn't have casual uh, crushes. She swoons, cries, pines for love and the wants of it of its being returned. So this obviously doesn't surprise me, you know, um, I just feel like cancer women, they are just very expressive with their feelings, um, I know I have um, some friends who um, who are Cancerians, and they do, They they just want their love returned, they just want people to understand their feelings, they want to be heard and felt, and they give so much of themselves that you know they just want it in return, you know this is a very you know it's a very emotional sign, and to me sometimes I feel that it can be even more even more emotional because uh than Pisces rather, and I say this because after taking my um my course, which I'm still working on, I'm actually almost near the end. I'm on one of the assignments where I have to actually read and dissect this person's chart of the reason why they broke up with their girlfriend. They're fighting with their parents and, you know, they are making money, but yet they believe in like fantasy stuff. Like it's very interesting and it's very, it's a very um, detailed assignment, but that's the assignment I'm on right now. And, um, I realize that Cancerians are um they're ruled by the moon obviously and the moon is you know our emotions our intuition and all that stuff and cancer is the only one that has that has that planet um ruling it so i feel like if you look at it it's definitely almost more sensitive i feel like they're sensitive toward like, basically anyone around them, and then I feel like Pisces, I guess, is, I don't know how to explain this, it's, like, they're sensitive, but I just feel like with being ruled by the moon, you are double, like, you're just double sensitive, way, like, your intuition is gonna be extremely high, too, so... All right. Anyways, it says, poor, poor, pitiful Cancer. So dire are her sentiments that she expresses them, blatantly shooting the moon and making her exaggerated feelings known. She's like Marianne in Jane Austen's Sense and Sensibility, all the former and none of the latter, and thus right to be picked as a doormat of the year. In a nod to her water cardinality, Cancer rushes like a river into things without much circumspection. Sex may be the most startling means for cancer's self-expression, a vehicle for declaring a deep-seated need for the unconditional love she's after. Ironically, such profound sexuality may prevent her from attaining affection, as giving it away can become something of a negative pattern. Meaning that, because they want to feel that kind of love and connection, they'll easily sleep with someone just to, just to get that, you know, say, satiated. And like it said, that's not always a good thing because, you know, like considering that, you know, cancer women are, you know, they're open and they're vulnerable. You end up getting a guy who fucks you and they're like, oh, I'm over it. You know what I mean? Like that's going to, that's going to really hurt because I don't see cancer, you know, as a detached sign to just be able to fuck someone and be like, oh, fuck it. I mean, I'm sure there's some out there, but I just feel like that's just a sign that, like, having one-night stands is just not really going to work for, in my opinion. Anyways, um, of course, to the untrained eye of a teenage boy, it simply seems she's got to have it. For more than any other girl, sex for the Cancer is too easily confused with love, see? She pours her heart out to boys who are willing to enter, entertain her need for affection in return for a little nookie. And it's the deal, Cancer Girl is willing to strike. This maid whose sign is archetypically seeped in mating needs contact far more than she needs the protection of her so-called virtue. Sex, she believes, is a means to emotional repair. It can be and it can be because I've used sex as like, when I was younger. with Like, especially, like, when, um like, when I get in, like, fights and stuff with, like, my significant others and stuff, I just, like, you know, like, kind of get them, (laughs) it's, I don't know, is it manipulation, but it's, like, charm, like, I know they'd be pissed, and then I'd just be, like, you know, like, I'd start, like, kissing them, or, you know, like, touching them and stuff, and it throws them off, so then they're, like, they're, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm talking here, I'm, you know, like, and then, you know, obviously, you know, what happens next, and then eventually they're, like, you know, I'm thinking it's solving the issue, but really it wouldn't solve the issue because then instead of us communicating about it and talking about it, um, I just would have sex with them and then they'd like, it'd be swept under the rug, but then when push comes to shove again, it comes up because obviously we didn't deal with it, but, um, I don't know, I wouldn't recommend that, I guess you could say, because like I said, it helps for that moment, but it doesn't really solve the issue. Anyways, It is Cancer's gut instinct to look for a savior and a mate, but she isn't the damsel in the stress she perceives herself to be. Rather, our moony Cinderella must take responsibility for her own survival. The hero she requires is more the sacrificial sort. In Egyptian mythology, Osiris was a savior god wedded to Isis who swallowed him up and then gave birth to him as her son. Whoa. That's crazy. And kind of gross. <laughs> it's like you know what you're... Uh, I don't even want to say it. Anyways... Horus, talk about your um. Horace, talk about your mother, principal at work. Indeed, Osiris was known as he who impregnates his mother. More apt for cancer man, but the point is well taken here. Cancer woman doesn't require a man who will come to her emotional rescue, but one who will sacrifice himself to the watery rush of her emotions, willing to be swallowed into her delightful cortex. I'm telling you, this is like Stassi, you guys, or especially early Stassi from Vanderpunt Rules. You gotta watch it, and you'll see, like, this girl cries, like, over everything. She's, like, and she also has a Scorpio moon, too, so it kind of makes her a little, like, bitchy, but you'll see. <laughs> Anyways, Osiris, as the story goes, was yearly torn to pieces and re- reassembled by Isis all but for his lost penis, which then was she then replaced with a fake one made out of clay. What the fuck? right cheers thanks a lot the metaphorical significance is that being the consort of the zodiac's own isis does require a bit of ritual castration the male can't impose any patriarchal dominance but rather must take a second sex role in the relationship subject to cancer's authoritative whims, cinderella isn't swept off her feet she vows the prince oh she wows the prince who then spends his life metaphorically groveling at hers the significance of his kneeling at her piggies, putting out the glass slipper, a symbol of the uterine entrance, the crystal cave, where Mill initiates entered the world womb at Delphi. Trouble is, these aren't the guys Cancer generally goes for early in life. Instead, she often confuses a man's steady out, outright inability to love, a horror stoicism. With a loving anchor she truly needs, she is perpetually being drawn to such loveless creeps, domineering guys whose tyranny she misreads as loving attention such a character will not make a suitable consort to the cancerian princess she needs a true equal partner a price among men not some tyrannical king who'll accept her to do his bidding In the matriarchal mind, kings are to be sacrificed, such an autocrat won't be able to take the burnt of her increasingly surface emotions. Ironically, it is those overbearing men into whom she'll eventually unleash the overage of her pain and anger, castrating these callous cads in any case. Going against the flow of Cassarian emotion, this dictatorial dudes drown while the more charming compliant fellows will be carried along on the current of, of her outpouring love. Meanwhile, even the imperious boyfriend she couples with will forgive any volatility he may suffer at her hands. That is, while she's using them, as well as other parts of her anatomy, to pleasure him. He will, for a while, delude himself into thinking that his putting up with an emotional tantrum only leads to Cancers making up in bed for the commotion she causes. So basically, that person would put up with her, the Cancerian woman, because he knows in the end he's going to get laid. <sighs> nice, right? <sighs> anyway, in truth, cancer woman does have a vor- voracious sexual appetite that has no sense to satisfy. See, you guys, this is what I was telling you about how, like, I don't know, cancer women, y'all are freaks. Y'all be wanting it. Anyways, um, more power to you. <laughs> Anyways, even when she's on the giving in, which is her usual and indeed her favorite favorite place to be, blowing her mate or doing all the major maneuvering, even in a submissive position, her lover should realize that he's being engulfed for her pleasure, not his. It's probably what made those bootleg Pamela Anderson videos so enthralling. Cancer Women is the most willing recipient of anything being dished out. Indeed, it may seem as if no job is to, is too big for the crab girl. For when it comes to sex, she doesn't take her I feel model lightly. Cancer wants to experience erotic sensation as acutely as possible, Requiring a deep rogering for a reasonable duration, though she'll expect it to be done with enthusiasm and gusto. She isn't into rough poundings; rather, the rhythm should be long and deep. Similarly, going down on a guy, it's never the chore it can be for many women. In fact, one would think the cancer girl had an unhingeable jaw as she really hunkers down on her hunk, moaning all the while in ecstatic delight. And praise be to Isis, she really does swallow her lover whole. After all, the moon rules both saliva and vaginal lubrication, facilitators of her desire profound penetration. So yeah, see, y'all be deep-throating, you guys be swallowing swallowing these people. You guys are just into just really giving your all. And to be honest, I would say um, out of the three water signs, um, out of the women, to me i feel like the cancerian woman sounds like she would be the most fun in bed um i don't know like scorpio and pisces they're they're good too but i i've heard personally from men that like who've done a cancer woman that they like they're really good they're just really good in that in that aspect and um yeah it sounds like it sounds fun Anyway, but there's another meaning to this carnal water sign being wet, i.e. overly sentimental doting and mothering toward men. Probably nothing leads to the cancerian, Cancerians being walked all over by guys more than the sickeningly gooey manner in which she relates to a man. She might be a total bitch to another woman and dismissive of men who don't make her stomach flip, but toward a guy she has feelings for, the young crab especially will act the wide-eyed baby-talking, overly adoring, and indulgent worshiper. It is one exaggerated symptom of the mother principle channeling through her, a predilection that should easily make onlookers lose their lunch. She'll fawn and fondle her partner, always having to touch or kiss or cling in some coy manner. Indeed, it is often a put-on as it runs counter to what her true nature would dictate. Such desperate shows, she thinks, will strengthen her bond. In times, all the constant doting will begin to take its toll what was originally meant as a means for puffing up her man will only begin a glaring symptom to him of a ridiculous dependence. Yes. So cancer women, you guys can be very needy, very codependent, and I always feel like when women or, you know, like, yeah, when people, women, men, whatever, are like this in the beginning it's kind of cute you know what I mean like you're like oh you know like he really likes me she really likes me or I really like him I really like her or whatever but after a while it does start to kind of get a little old because it's just like can I do my own thing for a second without you being all over me or you know being overly too gushy where you know like you just have some people like let's say um, you know, like, let's say, for example, like, a guy is just like, oh, what do you eat for dinner, anything you want, my love, anything you choose is the best ever, why does it, like, totally sound like that's, like, a Libra thing, but anyway, (laughs) you just get what I want, because you know the indecisiveness of not knowing what you want to eat, sorry for my life, anyway, um, you know, like, some people can just be overly gushy, like, just anything you want, my love, oh, you're the best, oh my god, you're so gorgeous, you're so beautiful, you're so sexy, you know, it's just, it's just too much, you know, there's, there's a such thing as giving too many compliments, and then too much touching, and too much, you know, it's just, you know, people also need to kind of breathe, you know, so anyways, it says, in time, it will even strike her man as phony, as increasingly in private, she will express her inevitable anger at playing this submissive in public, using her partner as a veritable pinata, pinata for venting these bottled-up feelings, not to mention the full line of baggage filled with her childhood scars. Even hitting the sheets, which has always been the salve and the glue that keeps her and her lover together doesn't quite do the trick anymore. Yeah, there's a such thing as oversexing someone, guys. I know you're like, what? Oversexing? Yep, you heard it. Oversexing. If you're fucking someone, like, if you're fucking someone's brains out, like, every single day, all the time, you know, like, <sighs> <sighs> how can I explain this? It Don't get me wrong, I'm sure it's good, but after a while, they're like, whoa, okay, like, slow down, you know what I mean because you're using that as a means to fix something. Right? It's not like you're doing it like cuz, you know, I mean, obviously it says a cancer woman loves it, but people will catch on to what you're doing. They'll catch on to like why is she always like fucking me whenever we get mad or whenever like I express something, you know, like someone says they don't like something or that they like she's like having sex with me. Eventually they kind of catch on to that and they're like no you know what i mean so but yeah you you can't oversex someone if it's like and don't get me wrong like everyone starts out fucking like rabbits in a in the beginning of a relationship but as it goes on and stuff like that like eventually they'll be like woo okay like well not right now you know like can we think about something else besides sex can we do something else besides sex you know so Anyways, cancer woman is predisposed to sexual addiction as she might use the act to an anesthesis anas- or anesthetic that is oh my god anest anas- an- anas- anesthetize. I'm sorry if I'm butchering that word, guys. It's a n e s t h e t i z e. I think it's an aneth and an- whatever. Uh, My bad, I get tongue-tied and some of these are like, I don't know, it's just hard to pronounce the words. Anyways, anesthetize her feelings, often causing her to seek over more elaborate and edgier erotic scenarios to achieve that click of oblivion she seeks. Along the way, urging a lover to go faster, deeper, harder may eventually see him heading for the door in search of a less psychological sexual relationship. Indeed, nobody uses sex to fill the emotional void as much as she. Cancer vies with the Virgo for the proverbial title of woman who loves too much and yet giving is the true nature of the Zodiac's very own source. As with most experiences, Chez Madame Crab, her sex life, and especially the nitty gritty activities therein might seem a maelstrom to the more staid observer but any suspected chaos isn't generally the problem but rather part of the solution double entree intended as even etymology makes this link between the liquid and the answer it's all math to the cancer anyway as the metaphorically solves her problems two by two throwing herself into a very literal mating game without the slightest guilt at doing so and not exclusively for the quick dirty reason that it feels good the fact is, no other act is more natural to the cancer in that it provides a profound release and a channel for the damned emotions. Damned, I think. Yeah, damned. Remember, she is the very embodiment of gut feelings, so what might be considered emotionally overwhelming to the rest of us is generally absorbed by cancer. And phased, a creature of the deep, the, cra- the crab is uniquely equipped of all women to safely negotiate sexual waters that most might alter. Um, alternately, consider profound or abysmal, complete with the symbol, a uh, crashing nod to being a crustaceous bottom feeder. But never fear, the arc of the lifelong covenant cancer makes with herself is salvation and survival. As she knows, it depends first and foremost on dependence, which most often takes the literal form of sexual union, so graphically illustrated by the flood myth, replete as it is with its mass. Copulation at sea. Uh, oh, I wonder Did I skip the? Um, oh no, I didn't. I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Uh, accusations that cancer looks to to lovers and lovemaking for emotional rescue are typically true, but what most people don't realize is that she doesn't do so in vain. Meanwhile, the crab is equipped to weather the flood of any issuing consequences forever able to sally away, leaving behind never amassing more emotional Samsonite. Whereas the precious Gemini female tends to flirt with overwhelming sexual experience and often falls in the face of invoked disaster. Cancer, the, per- the perso- personification of diluvian experiences, is hence born into damage, often both real and metaphoric, spending her book of days drifting toward repair. All is entropy for Gemini, which despair is a difficult starting line for astrology Cinderella. Life in Cancer's estimation has always been a broken proposition. The home she's brought up in smacking of that quality in one way or another, just as the concept of water breaking describes both shattered levees and the liberated rush of embryonic fluid and past dilapidation ushers in a deluge of emotional relief release and rebirth cancer pours her guts out via experience sex specifically will be no placid affair indeed it can be torrid torrential however the moral of any flood myths is that life goes on and such as the psychological modest cancer holds firmly in her mind she is forever parallel paraly- paraly- all the baggage from the fourth house storage of the home One comes from into furnishing the home one establishes and every day brings a new hope and promise despite her signature moping and whining. She may wallow in the deepest of sentimental and indeed sexual mires, often ending up labeled a mess as a result, but every melancholy state will be a means of mourning and attaining deliverance from enduring sadness. Cancer doesn't skirt over issues, rather she employs her science model and feels their full import. She embraces her feelings, finds closures, and moves on. To be fair, it must be a drag having to constantly do this. She doesn't want to be a wet blanket. Still, it's the Cancer who isn't dealing, the one pretending life is a party, wearing the lampshade crown who should cause the real concern. For most crab women, life is about securing emotional dry land, and sex plays a huge part in Cancer's feelings her way toward providence. In the process, cancer provides herself and indeed a partner in abundance of erotic experience to choose from. Ironically, she is at the once the most experimental and the pick. about that. I somehow got cut off by my freaking alarm, which I don't remember setting, but I guess it was one of those ones that I had set for a whole week. So um, let's see where I was at. Okay, so for most crabs, women life. For most crab women, life is about securing emotional dry land, and sex plays a huge part in cancer's feelings, feeling her way towards such providence. In the process, cancer provides herself, and indeed a partner, an abundance of erotic experiences to choose from. Ironically, she is at once the most experimental and the pickiest of female signs. That is, there's nothing she won't try once, thrice, or more times in the process of defining for all time what suits her sexual self. Kudos to the fellow who finds himself in the throes of a cancer rummaging the depths of carnal knowledge. He might easily assume he's hit the mother load, which of course he has. She approaches every act as a new beginning, and even if with the mate for a million years, she still seeks to stir something fresh into the sexual mix. See, that's exactly how it should be, like, um, when it comes to long relationships, guys, like, if you're just doing, unless you guys, like, are fine with that, but you want to keep it spicy, you know, that's how you keep your husband or boyfriend or whatever interested, girl, girlfriend, wife, whatever, um, because, you know, like, sex is, you know, it eventually starts to get, I wouldn't say stale, but you get so used to sleeping with each other, and if you're only doing it one way, like, it's natural, human, Response that you'll start to get bored and you know, like, you know, not enjoy it as much, so you got to keep it spicy and do all kinds of crazy shit. And cancer women, y'all seem to got that down, anyways. Any one of the eyebrows raising activities mentioned in this book might find their way into the cancer woman's sexual menu at one point or another. The barometer for what this tempestuous, uh. Uh, character enjoys is that infamous connection to her feelings something she never loses even in the midst of a so-called sexual debacle. she could be drenched by some cardinal, cardinal flow or another and still smile up at her partner with an expression of pure affection she is no victim even when consenting to activities of the most submissive kind those many those many might well consider sexually degrading if such proclivities pass the checkpoints of her Gut instincts, so be it. They will be waved on through inspiring a little cause for Cancerian unrest. She only she not only means leans but learns on her lovers. With every sexual interlude, the crab gleans a little bit more about herself growing via these experiences into a solid pearl of womanly wisdom in the form of which she can offer her hand someday when the prince will inevitably come. She isn't just sexually messing her around, but reading, readying herself, building that arc both as a promise and a thro- throw line for her interdependent future with the mate. Although this mechanism might be used in development via a vi- this, her lifelong having more than her fair share of fun in the process. Cancer will exhibit the same sort of MO in less touchingly personal sectors, namely career and her social existence. So I'm going to go ahead and read the straight turn-ons. It is tall men, Nordic type, blondes, businessmen, colleges, jocks, bodybuilders, smooth torsos, nudism, light S&M, sleeving, double dildos strapping on, father figures, couples swinging, anal sex, passive BD, sex clubs, hedonism, swapping, Paula Morey. What? I'm surprised they put that in there. If she needs all the attention and love, how is Paula going to help a cancer? Um, anyways, swallowing, uh, intense nipple play, downers, qu- qualudes, firemen, cops, deliverymen, water, sports, submission, fantasies, prostitute, fantasies, dungeons, whips, and chains. Okay. Anticipation as brawless crab lady Carly Simon once crooned is cancerous watchword defined as confident expectation. We herein see her Cinderella-like modus of not merely wishing for her, but manifesting her dreams. Generally, enter, entering the job force early in life often works her way through school. She finds a financial rock to stand on as well as an atmosphere of order and a that provides grounding against any upheaval at home. A carnal sign of the First Order Cancer is rarely content to be low lady on the totem pole, and from her first day on the job, she will begin anticipating her own advancement. Other women, especially since she's forever cooking up some scheme for success, indeed, and so doing, she makes quantum leaps on the on the career front. But anticipation too often turns to precipitation that is hastily indiscreet or even reckless moves gearing toward her own promotion. Of course, that term has its it's watery connotations as well, while all of cancer's secret plans mirror the pattern of a slow pregnancy followed by a sudden delivery. The crab seemingly rushes into the status of boss or often becomes her own under the turned up and out of joint noses of stimming colleagues. To them, she simply doesn't play fair. She may use associates as stepping stones, blurring the lines between professional and personal involvements, especially with men who make up the bulk of her supporters. Indeed, Cancer may often be killing two birds with one stone, advancing her carnal wisdom while furthering her own career aims with the same individual. Mutual backwashing is de-rigueur as Cancer, in signature style, pulls out all stops to get what she wants. In the face of the flood, there are always casualties, and when it comes to her own fulfillment, Cancer takes an all-others-to-be-damned attitude, particularly sandbagging fellow women. Oh, I'm sorry, fellow women. She may have few female friends as it is, and she certainly won't make many in the workplace, perpetuating that wicked stepsister disconnect with her own sex. I'm telling you guys, this is Stassi. Please watch season one of Vanderpump Rules. Please. Anyways, what girlfriends she does have will be unapologetic types like herself with whom she may get up to no good, forming little covens of like-minded, sexually liberated ladies with whom to compare mathematical notes on length width, and volume of men. Come notches on their bedposts or to com- commiserate over the many complaints of the female condition. She can juggle more than one guy at a time, still clinging fast to her ideal of marriage, Con- continuing to pursue those clean-cut Clark Kent's whom she'll put through their sexual paces while keeping them in the dark about her murkier exploits. She may even keep a stud or two on a string whom she'll use purely as sex tools. Like like them dumb because it's easier to do so because she might rock in the opposite direction hooking up with a hardcore swinger who's looking for a woman willing to explore the depths of sexual experience. Often that would be her. Cancer woman unconsciously embodies the sexual freedom of matriarchal society, those pagan females persecuted as witches by the patriarchal church for all their body medieval bra burning. For Cancer, there is no guilt in indulging in even the raunchiest scenarios so long as they don't conflict with her gut. Only a Cancer female can describe in mixed company a night spent with a lover and a double-sided dildo without a, a sniff of shame or irony. Indeed, Cancer is conducting what even modern-day Wiccan would call a wee bit of sex magic each and every time she hits the sheets. She is completely involved in the act and naturally attuning herself to the experience, and never letting it consume her. She she harnesses the transformative power of the proceedings, forever conjuring from it what she needs an emotional sus- sustenance. There is power in that. Often, literally riding the waves of such experience, she releases angst and feels optimistic obs- Optimistically refreshed in her future outlook, getting her yah out for all sisterhood despite her many detractors, as well as herself. What's more, leaving no stone of her sexual self unturned, here's where the magic comes in. She eventually conjur- conjures up the exact kind of guy for whom she'd packed in her past experience and settled down, just as Pyra and Duke- Duke Gillian, uh tossed those rocks. Over their shoulders, repeopling the planet two by two, feeling out every dark corner of her sexuality, and calculating her likes and dislikes, Cancer Woman develops a very distinct sense of self on this score. Her fourth house and ruled attentions are ever clear. As in any which will tell you, intentions brings about desired results, and sure enough, that desired prince will trot on, on up grateful and not at all judgmental of Cancer despite her... Despite she herself being so inf- 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 infamously, shit, hot to trot, sorry. Uh, the Cinderella myth, in fact, is all about sex magic. Uh, the, that, con- that consummate worker of witchcraft, wishcraft, leaving her glass slipper a symbol of the uterine entrance in the hands of Mr. Charming himself. And finally, we hit the motherload of ca- Cancerian Paradox. Like Cindy, cancer only loses her footing when confronted with this man of her dreams, the one she's been dredging up her whole life. Inevitably, he is a fellow who will fall somewhere between the extremes of past sexual pacifiers, any dummy she's meanwhile sucked upon, and the sexual provocateurs who have enjoyed, if not sought to outright exploit her erotic unbashedness. Her perfect prince won't find, won't himself be a sexual... Player, neither will be the condemning toward those who may have been one. No, the reason she loses her footing is because in the mist and mire of cancer's tumultuous life, she doesn't fully factor into her equation encountering that other four letter word love. When it hits the challenging bit of cancer, Cancerian life is called into question, namely the day to day living with a male partner, not just doing the deed and being done for once and ever after. Cancer finds herself emotionally out of her death, and she'll spend the rest of her lifetime happily struggling to honor that paragon of sentiments. In the bat of an eye, she will leave her wild plays behind. Her critics, of course, will suspiciously balk and indeed damn her happiness in light of what sescapades she might have previously gotten up to. Meanwhile, she'll be as blessedly blissful as can be, looking behind her without a single regret. And single without any unrequited erotic um, longing. As with everything that outgrows its usefulness, cancer will make jetsam of her past so called wicked days. Despite the fact that she she will have kissed in overage of frogs, indeed, due to it, she facts the prospect of a partnership with a nary uh, background glance, and achieving certain deliverance from life on her own, she'll eagerly take on the role of happy homemaker in the light of day, even when she's more nine to five than her fine fellow, while nailing the part of the happy hooker, much to her mate's delight in the not-so-still of the night. In the female moon child, these two seemingly opposite dynamics are not mutually exclusive. Cancer can easily leave the kids with a sitter and then accompany her man to some classy strip joint or swingers club. She thrills at knowing she's in the minority of women who are comfortable and secure in such a setting. And she might even be the first to start stuffing bills into some dancer's g-string. As well, she prospect of a threesome with her guy and another girl is rarely out of the question she never participate in a foursome, provide the same sex shenanigans were limited to her, and the other women and the men either watched or joined in through never engaged in sex between themselves. Hans, her woman is fairly contemptuous of men who do with men while she herself can be the consummate bisexual. From an astrological perspective, she might say that a neurotic equation that didn't include a dose of the female is an anathema to his uber-feminine moon mama. Her breast envy and obsession certainly becomes a driving force in her sexual interest in girls. Cancer is aware that she's typically more sexually advanced than other females, and she thrives on the idea of seducing a straight lace more proper type than herself in bed. Unlike Aries female, who might feel a need to dominate other women, teaching them a lesson, Cancer wants to open a woman up demonstrating her knowledge of how to pleasure another girl. She is, after all, an aficionado of her own androgynous zones. So I'm going to go ahead and read the, um, uh, the gay turn-ons for Cancerian women, which is submissive women, big breasts, dark hair, cunning, lingus, active, B&D, mastery, domination, tattoos, piercing, straight couples, flavored lubrication, 69, belly, nipple rings, active, heavy S&M, water sports, toe to clit, stimulation, shaving, grooming, rimming, Um, active heavy nipple play, edible underwear, public sex, group, swapping, pimping, enslaving, um, stripping, teasing, torture, rubber, leather, latex. Okay, and as the 69 symbol of the cancer sign suggests, the crab will put her notoriously expert oral skills to use diving into a woman's muff as only this inhibitant of the deep can do. When the cancer woman does self-identify as gay, she will do some completely and never look back. Expe- typically, the lesbian crab is quite a different animal from her straight counterpart. It was seen that taking men out of the equation has a drastic effect on her, as if skipping all the Cinderella posturing for a prince all removes the obstacles to her wise woman's ways. Or... At least she'd like to think so. In any case, real or put-on-the-gay cancer woman does embrace a rather self-righteously feminine view of the world, and with a decidedly parental bent, more likely than not she will take on the role of both nurture and the one to rule the, the roost. Again, unlike her straight counterpart, she is faced with no male per, uh, impediment to linking her inherent femininity with an intimate sense of leadership. On the score, heterosexual cancer should tell, um, sorry, uh, learn from the lesbian uh, sister. And as cancer females of other inclination are uniquely capable of committing to a career as well as creating a home environment, the gay crab girl will be especially adept at melding these two dynamics into integral lifestyle. Uh, Usually finding or creating money-making ventures whereby she can set her own free-flowing hours. Is this sort of going by her own rhythm, being an emblem of self-sufficiency by which she primarily attracts other women to her? She appears a beacon of female strength and womanhood. She can be alluring to women who respect and wish to emulate her, as well as optimistic sugar babies looking for a big mama. Either way, the cancer woman will be an inspiration to her lover, giving constant reassurance and wise advice on how the disorder of life might be best be negotiated. Cancer is gently pushed, with a partner investing more than most women in her mate's well-being. She is an emotional mentor, not a logistical one, never barking orders, but nonetheless cautioning and careful, rather like a second-grade teacher as opposed to some hard-nosed professor professor Ressa. though age needn't be determining factor in cancer's choice of a partner she's most attracted to wholesome girls next door in whom she seeks to instill her own intensely feminine wiles there is a sense of her off offering a lover a taste of empowerment via their sexual activity foreplay especially maybe a fulfilling extended affair rife with lingering lauding touching and kissing love making for the gay cancer female is momentous occasion, although a momentous occasion, though she rarely holds out any longer than her voracious uh, heterosexual counterpart. Regardless of frequency, sex is something to be engaged in uber-consciously, if not ceremoniously. Worship is a keynote to the gay cancer's sex life, and she expects to receive such venerational Um, affection just as she revels in offering it at least they're kind of like a caring like you know lover that's what I kind of like like especially if you're someone who's not used to being in that kind of relationship or coupling they're like more like delicate with it I like that she loves to have her breasts fondled, suckled, nibbled and squeezed, giving and receiving massages, cuddling, and mutually stroking for hours on end. Reciprocation in the bedroom is a must to the cancer female, no matter how much the mommy giver she may be in other aspects of the relationship. It's one long extended vagina monologue, as the crab invariably seeks to explore every deep-seated aspect of she. <laughs> Excuse me. And her partner shared feminine experience via their relationship. Emphasis will often be on gender issues and self help with cancer, seeking to inspire them both towards self realization. Often, gay cancer is a new agey character, the kind of woman who all but turns her back in the world of men. Her tale will loop around a, a, a decidedly conscious professional environment, the Whole Foods store, several body. Um, work venues and back to her fourth astrological house domestic environment, which might very well be an assault of cooking smells, naturally scented candles, and kitty litter. It can be quite an unnatural, an all natural affair with Nary a razor in sight. As Cancer makes a statement via her own per- person against societal images of and constraints put upon females. The literal outpourings of femininity will be something to savor as she immerses herself mostly orally in the juicy role of sexual guru to her girlfriend, often employing all she has absorbed from the many volumes on the joys of lesbianism. Lining her trademark towering bookshelf, sex she she feels is something to be practiced as a spiritual discipline, and she endows each and every erotic experience with that sort of significance. The crab's world is her own private yoni verse, where she takes on the role of the wise woman full out for a cu- a cozy coven of friends. If she's a more you brain sort, the scale of her social life will still be heavily tipped away from the Y chromosome crowd, and still her digs will have an elegant crunchy feel, the whiff of hair pr- product mingling into the millage of usual homey odors, a lady shaver stored neatly in her powder room. Whenever the particular social milieu she espouses, gay cancer tends to be that much more a social climber than her hetero sister. She generally embraces the lesbian cause politically and tends to use the platform of the sexual preference as a means of wielding power not only within the gay community but in society at large. Whereas Gemini might be part of the gay girl mafia, cancer marches her agenda into power breakfast and board meetings. With a hairdo spritz solidly into place, she's a telegenetic, Intelligenic spokeswoman with any number of access to grind, while straight cancer might employ her sexuality as viable means of getting on the top of her profession, the gay cancer with that particular ingredient removed will instead ball bust the big boys, all the more in ensuring she gets the gold if she's the right individual for the job. Not not that she doesn't mix business with getting busy. Indeed, the gay cancer boss will surround herself with gorgeous gay hirees, whom she grooms in her image, many a Cancerian match is made in the workplace. And whether she is composing her dinner scraps in some ritzy bohemian enclave or chopping the competition to pieces in the multi-corporation conference room, gay Cancer generally maintains a high opinion of herself and her accomplishments. Regardless of particular, she will always fancy herself and her lover uh, the partic- the power couple to be making key social appearances together as functions of social, cultural, or political import. Sex is a private affair for the crab, who though willingly to throw the kitchen sink into bed with her and mate tends to draw the line on introducing a third party. For more than her straight counterpart, gay cancer is ultimately concerned with establishing a stable home life. To her, monogamy is of... Uh, most importance and sanctity. on that score is the most effective aphrodisiac well it is to a, a partner with even a potentially roving eye as a crab employs her signature vice like group in sexual bonds becoming more and more emotionally attached not less as time time goes on she intends to live happily ever after with all the trimmings and uh, trappings and she deserves a lover who is woman enough to ride the tide of this lifelong dream. So that is it for the Cancer female. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and read the couplings. I feel like I've already read them, but hey, this is Cancer 2.0. <laughs> the Cancer Woman 2.0. So I will go ahead and read them just in case I did not. So let's see. Um So, Couplings, Cancer woman, Aries Man, this is the straight Couplings first. She's a Cinderella inspiring the signature rescue fantasies. He's a self-professed knight in shiny armor, all chiseled features, and noble intentions. Codependency is a pitfall, but loving support makes them stronger. Sex is a healing experience. Taurus Man, she sees a safe, steady guy, someone she can trust. Her her volatility stimulates Taurus's caretaking instincts as a tin, hanky twosome. Much ado about nothing. They cry till they laugh in bed. And she's a skillful skillful sexual teacher. Gemini man. He's a man of action. A guy with great prospects. She's the someone who will see him through struggles. Their rapport seems caustic. Constant quipping uh, calls for patience in bed together. She constantly tries new tricks. Cancer man. Two men two moon ruled souls share a rare and rarefied emotional and sexual connection they seem to live on their light love alone at home everything looks a wreck but chaos is comforting bed is a safety zone where anything goes leo man cancer's father issues might finally get fixed leo's one nature is awakened it's a soul aslam a self place to purge emotions he is compelled to control under the guise of being helpful in bed she teaches him a thing or two Virgo man he's in a rescuer mode sweeping cancer off her sore feet but her sexual history might be epic. Costing him concern with candor such a trouble or surmountable in bed with no holds spared. Cancer Virgo really lets go. Libra man openness is the pair's ongoing theme. Sexuality is a liberal subject for Libra giving cancer license to color outside the lines. Their erotic rep- repertoire will always be original. Bisexual scenarios are stimulating. Scorpio man, her effect on him seems instantaneous. She's that princess he'll perch on a throne. Cancer is unafraid of his spooky disposition. This is a rarely a uh, casual coupling. Sex is a virtuous, athletic, still sensitive and intimate. Um Sagittarius man, he's undaunted by her turbulent temperament, exhausted from taking life so seriously. she finds herself in his lively approach and notoriously wild a uh, couple. they might live hard and fast immense appetites are indulged. Capricorn man, a first mind-blowing sexual encounter, paves the way for a commensurative bond, whether as carnal cohorts or something more committed erotic activity borders on extreme strange rough sex could be standard um aquarius man he notes taking responsibility for her feelings in a constant process of catharsis this couple is exhausted and exhilarated sexually they are often at awe. she needs intimacy he's happiest somewhat detached pisces man they push each other's buttons, though, with the best of intentions and absorbing bond. He especially uncovers um, old burdens, healing in the process. Cancer opens up to sex and escape from stresses. So here's the gay couplings. Aries woman, cancer woman and Aries woman. There's a promise of hedonism here. Danger and excitement are the attraction together. They, drive, they thrive on social spontaneous serendipity sex especially with the buzz it's mind-blowing there's a thrill in threesome Taurus women they get off on being girls together it's all dressed up in makeup they may lead a lewd lifestyle on on that includes sex with strangers and swapping if intimacy is lacking the peer may opt to be pals and not partners gemini woman mother issues abound but a certain amount of healing takes place gemini lightens and learns to love more with fear without fear the crab has an emotional leg up on her, enchanting Gemini and ingenu Sex stays spontaneous. Cancer women, moon mamas are moody together. A regardless of the length, that boosts self-esteem. In the extreme this pair puts on airs, crafts and homemaking are emphasized. Sex is sedentary to cozy cuddling. <clears throat> uh, okay. Okay. Um, Leo woman, emotionally fulfilling after an initial period of testing, if they survive struggles, it's often loving long-term coupling, but to others, they're exclusively in bed. Cancer submits to the lioness supremacy. Virgo woman, cancer seems lost to sea, but Virgo doesn't give in to the moon woman's mood swings and changes of heart. Earth, earthy, crunchy sensibilities are exacerbated. The scent of patchouli may will waft from the bed sheets. Libra woman, cancer seems the ultimate catch, but she too falls infatuated with vivacious Libra. This relationship is romantic. Gifts are constantly bestowed. At home, they're surrounded by beauty. In bed, atmosphere is at most. Scorpio woman, hooking up means hitting partnership payload. Both carry baggage, but togetherness treats old wounds. Conflict Conflict may surround domestic duties. Sex seems always to involve the element of surprise. Sagittarius women, they embody in different aspects of womanhood. Here, opposites attract as much as that, they annoy. Physical contrasts are exploited for erotic potential still on an emotional level, the couple struggles. Capricorn women, they're searching for salvation, a soulmate with cancer. The seagull learns to heed her signs, watery half, that tendency to emotionally fishtail, it's all about forgiveness, in bed, patience is required. Uh, Aquarius woman, big issues abound when these supernatural sisters sign on. They're so in sync. It's still scary. They go through phases of fierce fighting. Chaos can be exhausting. Sex is the social life wild fast frenzied. Um cancer woman Pisces woman. They experienced their first meeting as a religious experience. Little wonder, vivid, deja vu accompanies an intense, undeniable physical attraction. A long-term bond will be life-altering. Sex is heightened. So that's it, you guys. That is it for the Cancer Woman completely and this book for the sexualized. Um, there's Actually, I just realized while reading all this, um, we've come to an end to quite a bit of books. Like, I know the... Not so much the sun sign because that just began with a different book. Well, actually, yeah, I mean, pretty much because we've we've read we've read through all the sun signs, so it's now time to move to something else. Um, Leo season for me is when I started to really know where I was going to go with this ep- with this um, podcast, and I started with that, and now we've been through um, all of the sun signs. So what I am definitely figured out what I'm going to do next and the next thing that we are doing is the rising sign. So get prepared. It's going to be rising for the kickoff seasons now. Um, Also, the wellness book, I believe, is done. Um, I, I need to double check to make sure I did a Leo wellness. If not, then it'll end with Leo for sure. Um, but I think I did, so it's going to go to a different book, Um, so yeah, all three books that we've used, it's going to be different, it's now going to be focused on rising, Um, I think like self care for wellness days, body and soul, and a different sex book, so stay tuned, and I'll let you guys know how this is going to happen, I hope you guys are excited, because I feel like rising signs are not really touched upon, and the thing, I have this amazing book, that is going to basically read like your sun. It's going to start with your sun sign. It'll be like, let's say it's going to uh, explain a, like, let's say a Leo sign with a Pisces rising, right? So that's going to be amazing. And then I also want to talk about it singly as well. So I hope you guys are excited. And yes, we will be definitely kicking off Leo season with a complete different like way of going. Um, so yeah, we're going to do rising then moon signs, then we're going to go into planets, houses, and aspects, and all that good stuff, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and, um, I will talk to you guys later, and I will see you in Leo season, love you so much, please like, and subscribe if you're listening to this on Apple, um, or follow now, I noticed they have it where it's follow instead of subscribe now, so please follow me, please leave, um, some construct some constructive uh, reviews or if you like it or things I can improve on that would be amazing I love you guys to pieces thank you for all your support and all your patience with me you guys take care bye